hard not to. Yeah. It's hard not to breathe when you're about to swallow some wine. So, mm. are we recording? We're recording. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Lady Bits Podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Abby. This is the podcast where we talk about chin hair. And better sex. And all of the things in between. We are not experts at anything ever in life. No, but we, we want to learn more. We want to learn more. So that's and why we want to share it. Mm-hmm. So, so we're starting off uh, this episode number six. Mm-hmm. In the relationship episode, the second episode in the relationship series. This is getting complicated. Yeah, I know. We've got like all these like freaking episode six <sighs> bullets and numeral yeah. numerals, Roman numerals, Roman numerals, asterisks. How do you say that? Asterisks, asterisks, asterisks. I don't know. Anyway, episode Stars? six, and we're going to talk about <laughs> vulnerability Oof. in relationships. But yeah. can we first talk about what we're drinking? <laughs> yeah, you could talk about what we're drinking. What we're day drinking? Day drinking. Uh, we're we're close to we're we're like early evening stepping drinking. into the evening. It here. is. Um, it is. The light is gorgeous outside. It is. Look at it's it. really beautiful. So, um, we're not always going to win at our wine choices. No, I. You know, you guys know by now that we are cab cabernet enthusiasts. It's what we like. But I tried to go outside <laughs> of that parameter today, and I, you know, I don't think I've made a good choice. So I got. It's a, not a bad choice as long as you don't smell it. Don't breathe in. Don't smell it. And so definitely don't make this like part of your wine tasting. No, because you you're going to throw it off. You want to hold your nose. While you drink. <laughs> and that's not cute at a party. No, no one's like, hold on a second. And then they pinch their nose. Mm-mm. And they're like... This is a no. clothespin on your nose drinking party yeah. wine. Okay, so it is... Um, We will give it credit. We will. We're going to tell you what it is <laughs> so you won't get it. It's uh the... I don't know. When there's a line over the end, does that make it soft or roll? Donya? The hell if I know. It's D-O-N-A Paula... Estate Malbec. It's an Argentinian Malbec. I wonder if from where it is, like if there's like an element in the well, the, the, the soil the, or something. The problem with this wine, you guys, is it tastes great, but it smells like puppy breath. Yeah. And while puppy breath is really adorable. I love it. I only want it on a puppy. Don't want it in my wine glass no. or in my mouth. No. I don't let puppies lick inside my mouth. I'm not... No. Anyway, it's gross. No. It's, so it's as, just weird. It's just long, weird. As long as you don't breathe in when you go to sip your wine, you're good. So we can't recommend it. Sorry to the Doña Paula oh. estate. Hmm. I don't Sorry, like your folks. wine. Yeah, we're going to drink it. We're going to drink because it. Because here we are. Because you bought it. I did get it on sale. And Mama doesn't waste wine. No, we're going to drink the wine. That's right. So, we're talking about um, puppy dog wine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's what I'm gonna call it now. Puppy dog wine. Puppy dog wine. Baby, where's that puppy dog wine that you bought that we're trying to get rid of? Let's put that out for the guest. <laughs> get it. Don't put this out for your guest. Light some candles. Yeah. Maybe they'll smell that instead of the wine. Right. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but here we are drinking it. Um, but I am actually super excited about this episode. And it's one that we actually just decided today to do. Yeah. It wasn't on our plan for this series. 
But when I was thinking about it, man, I had to write I had to write stuff down because I just was it was just pouring out for me. Yeah, it's such an important topic, I think, because I mean, I have learned a lot in all of the relationships that I've been in in the course of my life. And I've finally figured out halfway through my life about the importance of being vulnerable in those big relationships in your life. I'm not going to be vulnerable with, you know, the gas station clerk or, right, you know, the receptionist. Unless the... you're in New Jersey, you have to be vulnerable with them because you're not allowed to pump your gas in New Jersey. Did mm-hmm. you know that? I did not know that. Fun fact. You can't pump your own gas. You I have to have an attendant do it. would love to have an attendant pump my <laughs> gas, especially in the winter. Yeah. I try to get my son to do it and he won't. He's like, I don't know how. And I don't want to get out in the cold and teach him how. <laughs> I'm gonna, he, he's going to watch some YouTube videos about how to pump gas because yeah. I hate it. Well, he's going to need to learn eventually. Yeah, you know. Whatever. <laughs> but, yes. Pick your battles. That's right. With your 13-year-olds. Um, so it's a, such an important thing to figure out how to be good at being vulnerable with your right. partner, with your spouse, with the people in your life that are those big relationships. Right. right. No, I totally agree. And actually... I would say, like, one of the things I was thinking about when I was, like, you know, considering this topic of being vulnerable and and open and transparent um, with the people around me was the fact that um, in reference to, like, speaking about my marriage, I'm really in a very, I think, rare place in the world we're in. that I've known my husband for about 20 years now and we have we have literally grown up with each other in a way um, at least from the moment like we were we met when we were like in the throes of being a teenager mm-hmm. and we you know married in our I would say our pretty early 20s like we were 23 when we both got married and um, so we've we've grown and um we've experienced all kinds of seasons together and so it's we've kind of I feel like in part had to had to be vulnerable had no choice but to be vulnerable um which was but it was a good thing so um I think I was kind of at an advantage I have an advantage um because I I know I've known Brent for so long and um it makes it a little easier I think now um we've been married for 12 years now it'll be 13 years and later on this year but um we've uh it's easier I feel like for me to be um honest and open about things that I don't know or um questions that I might have or if I'm feeling insecure there have been multiple times where I'm like I will just like randomly be like I mean, do you think I'm pretty and, you know, it's, you know, do you, do you still think, find me interesting? Why do you want to hang out with me? And I'm not like trying to be validated. I'm genuinely wanting to know like what still keeps you coming back around. Like, and I think, um, the, you know, I think it's easy for us to be afraid to talk about those things. But my level, I can tell, like, even over the years, the level of comfortableness um, has kind of ebbed and flowed with us. I know that after I had kids, 
I don't know if he knew right away, but um, I struggled like just with body image. Mm -hmm. That is such a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Um, After you have kids, especially like after I had the first C-section and then I had another C-section and there is a difference between like one child like postpartum body and the second child postpartum body. I really feel like... I mean, that that first kid kind of plows away, and then the second kid, like, literally, like, creates a house inside you and, like, like makes, like, more reds out. Yeah, and, you know, there was just, my body is is completely different now, and um, so, you know, that affected me, because I'm thinking, like, all I'm focusing on is, like, the outward, and it's also affecting, you know, the inward, part Mm -hmm. of me and and how I convey myself but um I um I said these things when I had both of my kids like I want to get back I want my body back I want to I'm working out because I want my body back right and yet I feel like that's such a disservice to us because all we're doing is looking back back behind us instead of moving forward it's not that you don't want to take care of your body and be healthy and get it back in in shape but your body is never, ever going to look like it did right. before you had kids. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible unless you have a gazillion dollars to go have plastic surgery. And I don't have a gazillion dollars. No, not no. many people do. But and so instead of us like looking back and saying, I wish my I want my body to be like that or I wish that I could find the right workout or the right diet to make me look like that. You're never going to. Mm-hmm. So get over that and accept the beautiful body that you have right and work to make that that body the best you can right so move forward into what your body is now right because it's not ever it's not just not going to be it's not the laws of physics and and even i don't know if that's physics but (laughs) the laws of biology i mean something physical happened it is physical Well, I know that, like, also for me on another spectrum of it, um, I I would say I was undiagnosed in this. I never went to um, therapy or anything for this. But when I was a teenager, uh, I struggled with I was going down a path that I was I could have been diagnosed as bulimic. Mm. And um, so even now, like I. I struggle with like these urges of like, oh, it would just be so much easier to, you know, follow these unhealthy patterns that, you know, I once did when I was a teenager. And, um, you know, I'm really grateful that I don't, but I still have those urges. And so I still have those insecurities even now, like even now living with the, with the post baby body that I have for how, I don't even like almost for about six years now almost seven Mm -hmm. years like from the first baby um you know there are moments where I'm like oh I'm not I'm gonna keep my shirt on tonight or oh I'm I'm I don't like the way I my these jeans I look in these jeans or whatever but um I've just I I still struggle and I still grapple with those things and so it's I'm to a point now though that I can I can talk to Brent about it and be like, hey, like, how do I look in this? And I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like he feels safe enough to tell me, like, hey, 
you know, I love the way that looks or I think you look great or, you know, I mean, that's probably not the most flattering. And, and I know like some women might be like, oh, that's harsh. Like, how could he give you a criticism? I asked for it. I asked, do I look okay in this? Or does this not look good on me? Or like what I'm asking for that? Yes. Yeah, so let's say to all of the women listening, if you don't want an answer, then do not ask. That's true. And that's, that's part of vul- That's part of being Absolutely. vulnerable. If you're not being honest in your questions to your right. partner, then you are at fault. Right. Not him for giving you the wrong answer that you didn't want to hear. Right. Be willing to to listen um, if 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 you love them enough to to ask them and to to bring them into that place of like that's hard. Mm-hmm. Be brave enough and, you know, um, I don't know what the right word is. And then don't willing. be ass- don't be assholes. If your right. wife asks you something, say whatever you're going to say in love. And with gentleness, but be honest. Right. That's that's hard. It that's is hard. really hard. It for is both sides. <laughs> I've asked Todd a couple of times random questions, kind of similar to that, and he's like, "I am not answering that question. That is a trap." <laughs> <laughs> am I going to get laid later or not? If I if answer, I answer this, this like, you are not going to take your shirt off. Right. Well, and here's the thing. Like, here's the one good thing. Like. You can't really go wrong with guys if you get naked. Going, from what I've learned. Absolutely. They are going to forget everything so, except right. what's in front of their face <laughs> in that moment. Right. So I feel like, I mean, it's okay if you, as I as we said, like as we preface, be ready if you, if you want an honest answer. If you want to get to a level where you're being honest with your your partner you you gotta you gotta be ready. Yeah. You know, you gotta be ready to ride that wave. I think one of the things that I've learned about being vulnerable in a relationship has come through some trial and error. Um, and come through also me being I've I've always been kind of an open book. Always. You know, I'll I'll I, I say too much. I'm too honest a lot of times. Like I'll just let everybody know right. all and the if things. People, so, and if people asked you, uh, I know that I've said, "Listen, can I ask you a question?" And you're like, "Shoot, fire away." Mm-hmm. So, and I'll, t- I'll typically answer, especially if I've drank <laughs> had a couple of glasses of wine. I will answer you honestly, like we covered before. But, um, you know, one of the things now in in my marriage that is so important to me is um, making a place creating an atmosphere in our relationship that truly is safe for each of us Mm -hmm. to know each other and to love each other. Mm -hmm. So that means that I can't, now that I've been married for four months, start harping on him about things that I want him to change. Right. Because I married that man for who he is, for, for him. I love this man. Right. And that means I love the man with all the stuff that comes that does not mean that we sh- that he should not try to evolve and grow and right. progress as a as a man and as a human. However, I can't put demands on him anymore because I have accepted him. Mm-hmm. I've accepted Todd and all the things that come with him, and I love him and all the things that come with him. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I want him to be secure in that fact. Like, babe, I love you, and I I love all the things about you. And so, you, I don't want you to ever be afraid of showing me right. who you are. 
right. and living who you are. Don't try to hide those things from me because you think it might bother me or annoy me. Just be who you are. Right. I married you. I mm-hmm. want that. Right. Um, and that that gets hard sometimes because, you know, we're human and we get in, we start living with somebody mm-hmm. every day, all day with all the things and we can get easily annoyed and I have to I have to like consciously remind myself Abby this is the man that you chose right and you either love him um for who he is or you need to admit to yourself that you are wrong in this scenario you are approaching this incorrectly so you know we had a discussion the other day about an issue between us it wasn't a ginormous issue but it was it was an issue it was something that was there that needed to be discussed right and uh todd said to me you know i struggle sometimes because i, I don't always want to say to you what i'm feeling because i don't want to hurt you mm-hmm. and i'm like babe you need to trust that i love you and that if you are coming to me out of a place of love and and honor Mm -hmm. and you're going to say you're going to be honest with me about whatever it is I'm still going to be here at the end of this conversation I'm not going anywhere we're going to talk it through we're going to figure it out and you don't need to be afraid of being who you are to me right and I listen I've been in relationships before where that it was the opposite of that where we were guarded and we were not who we were we were we were hiding the parts of ourselves right that were who we were really at the core of us mm-hmm. we were hiding it because we knew that that it would be too much yeah i mean and i feel like that kind of goes right into the other idea that for me part of being vulnerable is is truth and being truthful and um like i know for me honesty is really one of the I would say it's it's one of the most important things that you could ever give to somebody um, or for me to give to someone. So I've always told Brent that I don't care whatever we face. I just want to know the truth, um, even if it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, And it will be hard. And there have been times that it's hard to hear things. Um, because it, you know, requires me to look inward or it requires me to make a choice um, and things like that. But I think when it does stem from, you know, when it comes from love, um, truth is important. And it's, it's for me, it's always been a cornerstone. I can't, I can't do anything. I can't move on. I can't move forward. I can't change anything until I know that truth is intact. And, 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 um, for me, that's always been like kind of the foundation of our relationship. Um, one of the things that I thought about today, um, and it's, it was, have you ever seen the movie Closer? No, it's got it, it's got Natalie Portman in it and Julia Roberts, and it's a it's a really hard movie to watch, but I I love it in like a twisted way because like there's a scene um, it's about like these two sets of couples and how it gets messy and there's like an affair and um, one of the one of the couples 
um, ends up like they're having discussions and they're talking about it. And he, he starts hitting her with these heart wrenching questions, but he wants, and she's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, I want to know. And I want to know, and I'm almost that person. Like, I want to know to the point that you like, like you, you break me into a million pieces, but I can't like, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I've got to know, I've got to know it so I can rebuild it. Like if there's any doubt in my mind, like I need, I need all doubt to be like kind of, uh, squashed right in order for me to rebuild. Um, so that's kind of like what the, what the movie, the premise I find behind that. But I feel like truth and honesty in relationships is not the norm anymore. That, which is sad to me. It is sad. It's so, it has become so surfacey as is all relationships across the board I see yeah you know you have these surface relationships and there's not substance so if you're going to say yes to a proposal from somebody you're going Mm -hmm. to make the step to further a relationship you're in you're either going to get married or you're going to commit to somebody Mm -hmm. why would you do that without it being an honest thing why why do we um, subject ourselves to relationships that aren't real and then things get hard and we're like what right what the hell is this I mean you set yourself up for that right by not allowing yourself to be real to be honest to be truthful with that person and I think every area of marriage is so affected by this if you can't be honest about your finances with each other right if you can't be honest about sex with each other if you can't be honest about how you're feeling about your children with each other Mm -hmm. if you can't be honest about your body with each other i mean what's the point right what's the point and then you just get hurt yeah so you know i think this episode is and it's almost a waste you're wasting it is a waste and and that and that's and no relationship should be looked at as a waste. I mean, nobody wants to feel like they've wasted their time with something. So, you know, I think it's important to like take strides in in finding out what is important to you, uh, what makes a good relationship, what makes um, the relationship like strong. Um, what what your core beliefs are in that um but yeah i don't know truth is messy <laughs> it can it be but it also um can be like so it can be just so invaluable or is that the right word invaluable priceless let's just say priceless <laughs> it is very valuable not invaluable it's it's priceless. It's for always, me. It is. I've always been confused by the word invaluable. I don't know. I tend to use like way too. I I don't use words correctly, and that's okay. <laughs> and I make up words, and that's all right. That's all right. That is okay. Oh man, this is kind of deep. This is a deep one. This Ooh, is um, we're digging in. But I think it's uh, a good foundational one for all the things we want to talk about next. And I mean, I just can't say it enough. Like if you find yourself in a relationship that is not honest and is not truthful and is not vulnerable, then make a date with your partner and talk about it. 
I, Start I small. Don't be like, here's all of my messy secrets right. and my like, messy and, and all of my weird weirdness. Right. Don't lay it all out at one time. <laughs> um, but start small and just start being honest with yourself and each other. Yeah. And I mean, and and you know that's a really good date night, by the way. Like that's a good because um, I know I tend to see like when when I'm out to dinner. Uh, sort of side note, but when I'm out to dinner, like with Brent, I kind of like to pick on him or he'll pick on me like are you going to be on your phone or are you going to talk to me and so um I tend to find like I'll see people on their phones and they're at dinner and they're not talking and I think that um those are great moments to like just ask a question I know for um I'm sorry, ask your spouse a question or your partner or your boyfriend or whoever it is, whoever you're investing time in, like Mm -hmm. those are moments when you can dive in and kind of figure out more about them. Be curious Um, about them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, did did you see, do you watch the office? I do. So remember the episode where they, um, Pam was, um, saying, you know, is there anything that we don't, is there anything you don't know about me? Do we, are we just at that place where we don't, we don't have any, any questions or not? Do you remember Was that? Was that when her and Jim were already like married? With and, kids. And yeah. then they, they went to the, what's his like wedding? At, I feel like I'm at that. Like, yeah, I, on the, on, as I was saying on the spectrum, like I have this benefit of knowing this man for 20 years, but on the other spec, on the other end of it is. I know I've known this man for 20 years. There's not a lot new that I can like surprise him with. Mm-hmm. But it 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 forces me. But I like a challenge, and it forces me to dig. And there will be times that we um, will be on a road trip, and we'll hear something like we love we love to listen to podcasts together, and um, you know something will be said, and it triggers like a question, and then I'll and I'll just ask a question, and it's a way for me to. Just learn his viewpoint on it, mm-hmm. which is great because after you've known somebody for so long, it is easy to feel like you know everything. And um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to live a life feeling like I know it all. You know, that's a boring life when you yeah. feel like you don't have anything to learn. You have to stay curious, um, even if you think you know everything about that person. You have to just remain, try to remain in that place of I'm going to, I'm going to still study you. I'm going to still get to know you. Right. Because humans are so complicated. There's no way <laughs> to ever God. know all the things. And yeah, Todd will, Todd even says to me now we've been married for four months and he's like, I feel like we know everything about each other. You know, all my stories. Mm. And yet every day there's, I haven't known him for 20 years. You're right. But I have known other people in my life for 20 years and I'm still figuring stuff out about them. Right. I know that I keep surprising people every day with <laughs> shit I do. So, you know. Right. You think that you just have to, you have to keep yourself open to figuring people out and learning about them. And, and if you're going to invest yourself in a relationship, mm-hmm. do it with everything. Do it with all you have and love that person with everything you have and, and not be loved and be loved. Oh my gosh. Right. The other day I was, I think Todd had just was hugging me before I left for work. And, and, uh, I was feeling, I was feeling weird that day, you know, just like, yeah. I was just feeling off. And I 
wanted to break away from that embrace. Mm. And I said, Abby, you just need to let yourself be loved right now. Let this man love you. Right. So I just settled into it and let him love on me for a minute before I started my day. But we, I know I have the tendency to like be in, independent and mm-hmm. strong and, you know, that's a load of bullshit. Right. Yes, I, yes, I am those things. But that's not all you but are. But when you identify yourself as that, you shut yourself off from being known, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You put up a wall of, I'm independent, I am strong, I am badass, I am all these things. Yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. But I also need to be open and vulnerable to be loved and to be known. Right. You know, so. And not with, and, and not just like opening yourself up to to um learning more about your partner but opening like opening yourself for your partner to know you um and it the the little things um you know when you have a an insecurity like sharing it don't just like let it you know fester in your own mind like put it out there um because that's they're there to partner with you mm-hmm. <laughs> to help you figure those things out venting in a way that comes from love um is always also good like i'm not mad at you i i'm just mad about this and and i want to i want to put it out there um and feeling safe that knowing that they're not judging you mm-hmm. and that and you know they're just listening and um and being silly like it's always been big in our family like on my side of the family um we're we're just we're just crazy people and that's okay and I love that about us I love that we're when I when I get together with my family I know that I can be as ridiculous and silly as I want and they are only going to embrace me with smiles and laughing and um that's a really great place to be and I I would love like for our listeners to be able to have those connections with people as well yeah with their with their core and with their um you know the people that that they're involved with yeah and I want to I want my kids to feel free to just really be who they are and know that they're loved no matter what yeah um that they can they can express themselves how that however they feel and that their mother is going to embrace all of that craziness right and encourage it like i want you to be who who you are and who god created you to be right it's not about what i want you to be or say or sound like it's Mm -hmm. about who who you are let's let's do that yeah oh i totally agree man damn this is this is deep it's because it's still sunlight out. <laughs> we're, we're, we're serious still, in the day. Oh, but we get crazy at night. <laughs> the sun oh, but this out. was, this was, it's good to hear. It's good to know these things and to hear these things. So for sure. So this has been amazing. Yeah. And, and we encourage you all to step out of the, if it's not your norm to be vulnerable and to open yourself up and to ask hard questions or just deeper questions with your partner, um, be brave 
and and take the first step um, because somebody's got to if you're gonna ever move (laughs) so be brave and be the one that you know asks like hey tell me something tell me something that you've been thinking about tell me tell me a dream that you or a hope or just a desire tell me something that stirs you start with something start one foot in front of the other that's right it's worth it it is worth it I know it might it feel is. weird in the beginning, but it's worth it. And it gets easier. It does? It, it, it gets easier. I mean, maybe you should start with, like, the hardest thing, the most <laughs> embarrassing thing. <laughs> hey, babe, did you know that I have chin hair? <laughs> Just walk out. Actually, you know what? Invite your man into the shower and then turn around and then just shave your face in front of him. <laughs> just get it over with. I don't think everything it can else, get more disturbing. Everything else will be easier after that. Hardcore. like Or be like, babe, can I use your razor and then shave with his razor? Or, you know, just be silly. Just be... Break the ice in a way. Vulnerable. <laughs> oh, yeah. That might be a big one. I mean, but, that's like breaking the ice and like... Fa- that's falling through the ice. Okay? <laughs> that's not breaking that. That's falling through it and like, where is that damn hole I just fell But through. admit it. If you do that, everything else you have to say or do in front of them after that will be so much easier. <gasps> oh, man. Just get it over with. Rip the band-aid off. <laughs> just do it. And maybe by then you guys can like find a razor that works well for both of you i mean you know <laughs> shared bring it bringing it back to the hair i don't know why i we keep t- <laughs> talking about this it it's just it's just something we go to and can i just preface we don't shave our face no <laughs> that's the thing but if we don't you do that's faces. okay if you and do yeah if you do that's okay you I do mean, what you gotta do that's right keep it in control hair is hair we all have it Yes, we do. We all have insecurities, and we all have hair, and so, we'll all figure a way to deal with them. We're gonna we're gonna love each other <laughs> with all of the all the things. All the your hairs. husband may not like touch your face very much though if you're shaving it because like it might be kind of sandpapery, right? Uh, so weird, and well, yet it is what it is. Whatever you get, you do what you got to do, women. I think that do puppy it. dog wine's starting to kick in a little bit, and the sun's going down. <laughs> So what we're going to do now is ask you, please, to help a new podcast out and go and uh, subscribe and rate and review on wherever you're listening. Yes. And be sure to, if you have questions or you want to share and give some insight to us, be sure to email us at hello at theladybitspodcast.com. If you are our mothers and want to to chastise us <laughs> for our language, that's where you email us at. Or if uh, you want to just tell us a better way to get rid of those damn chin, chin hairs. Mine are not really on my chin. Mine are like the sides of my lip. Oh, God. Wherever they are. If you have a magic cure. Or in a mole. God, I got this mole. In. I, I, I'm that cliche that has the <laughs> damn hair in the mole. Ugh. Whatever. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Come back next week. We'll be here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
The Lady Bits Podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holloman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband, Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very, very still hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use of their recording studio and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. 